0: Recorded live oh God. Shall have. Yeah. Should not bear it. should children of God, we do greet each of you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our strength and our redeemer, our very present help in a time of trouble. We thank God for allowing us another opportunity to praise and to worship him in spirit and in truth. We know the Lord is blessing you very well. If you are under the sound of my voice, God has blessed you one more time to hear him, to do his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Whatever hasn't been right, God has given you and me an opportunity to get it right. Whatever hasn't been done, God has given me and you an opportunity to get it done. So we thank God and we praise him for his mercy. We're going to take a look at the book of Luke, chapter 22, with a very special focus on verse 51. Luke 22, verse 51, from the New International Version, our scripture reads like this. But Jesus answered. No more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Once again, but Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. We're going to work from a theme this evening. What? No more of this. No more of this. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you again for allowing us the privilege to be able to come together and to worship you in spirit and in truth. We thank you for your healing. We thank you for your deliverance. We thank you for your mighty mighty power and your displays of power. Father, we appreciate you so much. We give you all glory, all honor and all praise. Like Job said, though you may slay us, yet will we trust you. We're going to trust you, heavenly Father, cuz we know that there is no one better To be trusted. There's nothing better than to trust you. We trust you who have said that all things work together for good. For those of us who love you and have been called according to your purpose. Help us to love you. Help us to be called according to your purpose. That the promise may work on our behalf. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Speak into our hearts and our minds. This evening, that we may better understand your holy scripture and hear a word, a rhema word from you that will increase us and strengthen us, that we may go on to do the things that are pleasing in your sight. These and all of the blessings we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our strength and our Redeemer, let the people of God say amen, amen, amen. We're looking here Luke chapter twenty two at the verse beginning at verse forty seven, we're looking at the arrest of Jesus. Our Lord and Savior was arrested. Our Lord and Saviour was found guilty. And our Lord and Savior was crucified. I want to encourage some of you under the sound of my voice, just because men have found you guilty, that don't mean God has found you guilty. Men found Jesus guilty of blasphemy, guilty of subverting the nation, guilty of doing all sorts of things, but Jesus hadn't done any of what men found him guilty of. So it may be with you, and so it may be with me just because men have found you guilty again. That does not mean that what God has found you guilty. The Bible says while Jesus was being arrested, he says while he was still speaking, a crowd came up and the man who was called Judas, one of the 12 was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. Now I want you under the sound of my voice to be aware and to be wary of everybody that kiss you, everybody that comes to you as if they are your friend. The Bible says that a crowd came up to Jesus. Even be wary of crowds that are gathering around you because every, every crowd is not filled up with your friends. Everybody that's kissing you is not your friend. Everybody that's in your face is not your friend. The Bible says while he was still speaking, a crowd came up to him. So a crowd came up to him, and the man who was called Judas approached Jesus to kiss him. So we had a crowd coming up to Jesus, and we had an individual coming up to Jesus to kiss him. And none of them were Jesus' friends. Some of us, under the sound of my voice, people coming up to you, people smiling in your face, people acting like they love you, but just because people are acting like, Keep in mind, that doesn't mean that they do. Jesus asked, Judas, are you betraying a son of man with a kiss? Jesus said, look, now out of all, all the ways that you can betray somebody, out of all the ways you can stab somebody in the back and stab somebody in the front and mis- misdo somebody and mistreat somebody. Jesus said, you're going to do it with a kiss. You're going to do it with a sign that uh, a sign of, of, of affection, a sign of love, a sign of a uh, friendship, of all the things you could use in creation to betray the Son of Man, Jesus said, you're going to use a kiss. We thank God that Jesus was fully aware of the situation that he was involved in. Jesus didn't even answer him. The Bible says in verse 49, when Jesus' followers saw what was going on to happen, saw what was going to happen. They said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? Now, I want to point this out, children of God, because the Lord is spirit. It's very important. The disciples saw what was going to happen. They asked that Jesus had seen what was going to happen. You said, Apostle, what are you saying to us now? Jesus had seen this a long time ago, and he tried to tell his disciples about it. But his disciples didn't want to believe him. Disciples didn't want to accept him. Disciples wanted to think something else, do something else, believe something else. But now, the Bible says, when he, Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, now his followers are seeing what Jesus had told them about a long time ago, what Jesus had prophesied a long time ago, what Jesus had spoken about. Long, so you got to, when you say apostle, why, why is this important? Well, it's important because what we got to understand, children of God, is everybody don't see everything at the same time. There may be some things God has showed you a long time ago that people are still not seeing. There may be some, maybe some revelations that God has given you that he has not given his neighbor that, 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 that God let you see a long time ago. That Jesus saw this situation, what, a long time ago. But the Bible says when Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen. In other words, there was an appointed time for them to see what was going on. They didn't see it when Jesus was telling them. They didn't see it when Jesus was prophesying. They didn't see it when Jesus was explaining it to them. It sounded like nonsense to them. But now that things have taken a turn, a different turn, they are seeing things just about like Jesus is. And what we've got to understand, children of God, is that sometimes people don't see things like us. They don't see things when God show us things. Everybody don't see things. It was, sometimes we don't see things when others have seen them. All right? But the important thing is that Jesus' disciples were now seeing things, what? Like Jesus. That's the important thing for me and for you and for those of us in the body of Christ. Some of us will see things early. Some of us will see things late. Some of us will see things quicker. Some of, the, some of us will see these things slow forward. When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, the Bible doesn't say Jesus answered this. Now, now you say, Apostle, why, why is that important to me? It's important because this is where we get in trouble with God. And launch out on some stuff, ain't even told and we're gonna to try to do it anyway. Lord, should we strike with a? They asked the a question. Lord, should we strike with a sword? And before Jesus could answer, before Jesus could tell him no, no, this is, we don't need to strike with our swords. This is what was prophesied about me. This is this is a part of my destiny here. Before Jesus can even answer the question, one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. And this is where we make mistakes with God. We want to, we, you know, we claim we asking God, but the reality is we ain't, we might ask God, but we doing just what we want to do. We doing just what we think is right. We doing just what we feel. We, we 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 want to put on the, the front like we we checking with God that we submitting submitting to God. But the disciple didn't do none of what the Lord said. It did exactly what he wanted to do. But Jesus answered. See, you got, to, you got to present to the Lord. There's an answer. Let me say that again. Everything what? We present to the Lord. There is an answer. The answer to this question and this action without, without uh, the Lord's instruction was no more of this. We want to get to the place in our lives, children of God. Each one of us, every one of us, under the sound of my voice, we've all got some activities in our life that needs to be no more. What? Of this. There's some attitudes that each one of us have, and it needs to be no more of this. There's some talking that some of us have been doing. No more of this. God said no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Now, I just want to point out to you, children of God, and we're about to close this message that when God has said no more of this, it's dangerous to try to push forward in it. It's dangerous to try, try to keep going and keep going in that direction. When God has said no more of this, and what, what you got to understand is God is going to say to humanity and to sin, no more of this. See, our time to sin was when we were sinners, and even God give us a little bit of time now, cause we're not perfect. But there's going to come a day when God is going to say to sin, what? No more of this. There'll be no more sin in God's living creatures. He's going to restore everything. Everything's going to be very perfect. Everybody's going to be very very, very perfect. And there'll be no more of this. Now, you say, Apostle, well, how do we, um, what do we need to be doing in the process? Well, what we need to be doing is is getting ready for this great occurrence by trying to cut down on their sin in our lives right now. If we know that there's going to come a time when there's going to be no more sin among his righteous followers, we need to be working toward that goal right now. And God wants every one of us, under the sound of my voice, to be working toward that goal. Because there will be a date when when God is going to say to sin, when God is going to say to unrighteousness, when God is going to say to evil, know what? More of this. The Bible says and he touched and, and there. God, Jesus didn't just say no more of this. Jesus did something about it. You need to understand under the sound of my voice, there's going to come a time when God is going to say no more of this to that pain in your body. No more of this to that body part that won't it just won't work right. God is going to say no, no more of this. He healed the man's ear and 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 healed. When God is going to heal everything that is not right in us, every pain, every joint pain as children of God, every, every old football injury, every old cheerleading scar, every injury, every pain, every discomfort, every not working right. God's going to say no more of this and he's going to heal it. I just want to encourage you. Let's hold on, children of God. Let's hold on. Keep holding up the bloodstained banner until God speaks on our behalf. No more of this, the Bible says. And Jesus touched the man and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and the elders who had come with him, my leading rebellion, that you have come out with swords and blood Jesus, am I, what, what is this now? Why are you all reacting like this? You know, And the reality was the reason why they were reacting like that was because they knew something was very different. Something was very special about our Lord and Savior. He was speaking like no other man ever spoke. He had a wisdom that men and women couldn't contend with. And they, even though he, they, nobody had ever seen him do anything violent, maybe other than... Then uh, turn over a few chairs and turn over a few benches in the in the ten, in the in the in, the, in the, um the temple and drive out those who were buying and selling. They felt that they had to come against our Lord and Savior with guns ablazing, so to speak, with all kind of artillery. And Jesus said, "Am I, am I leading rebellion that you come out with swords and clubs?" He said, "Every day I was with you in the temple courts." And you didn't lay a hand on me. See, every day I was with you. I was teaching. Every day I was with you. I was sharing with you the word of God. Every day I was with you. I was sharing the truth. But you didn't. You didn't lay a hand. Jesus you say you didn't lay a hand on me? Then you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't use that opportunity. You didn't use that opportunity. And this is why I want to encourage you under the sound of my voice. Use the opportunity to learn God's word. Because if you don't take the opportunity to learn God's word, you will take the opportunity to fight against God's word. Let me say that again. If you don't take the opportunity, there ain't but two options in this thing. You either learn God's word and get with the God's program or you fight against God's program. These individuals. Jesus said, this is your hour. This is how you like to operate. You didn't want to do it open. You didn't want to do it out where everybody would see what you is. But you you want to do it secret. You want to do it real secret, right? you know. This is your hour when darkness reigns. Children of God, I encourage you under the sound of my voice. Let's not let darkness reign in our lives. Let's let light reign in our life. Let's let righteousness, let's let truth. Let's don't be carrying around grudges and carrying around uh negativism. Let's not let darkness what? Reign in our life. Let's let truth reign in our life, and we will get we will we will gain the victory in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you, children of God. In heaven continue to smile on each of you. I am the Lord that healeth me. I am the Lord, your healing. I am the Lord, your Saints, so you can reach us through email at the Christian Church at gmail.com. Check our website at www.church.com. Backslash member backslash T backslash TCCC. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe call 724 Enter ID 17959. I a precast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christmas End Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Talks You homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.